Welcome to the sixth Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group podcast, which comes from another dreary Lincolnshire winter's day. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew O'Shea. This week, Kim Brooke will be talking to us about pigs and stress. But before I hand over to Kim, I'd like to remind you the Christmas competition closes on Monday the 23rd of December at 11pm, so you don't have long to get your entry in. So head on over to oxfordsandyandblackpiggroup.org to enter. The podcast is also now available directly from our website. Just visit podcast.oxfordsandyandblackpiggroup.org. Finally, if you have some ideas for a podcast or have a story to tell us about your pigs and their adventures and would like to feature on one of our podcasts, please drop me an email, andrew at oxfordsandyandblackpiggroup.org. Right, over to Kim who's going to talk to us about pigs and stress. Thank you, Andrew. Stress can have a negative impact on the immunity of our pigs, and which type of stress affects them most depends on the age of the animal. How can we be better prepared to keep the stress away from our pigs? Stress is defined as a biological reaction to an adverse stimulus, whether it be physical, mental or emotional, which disturbs the stability of the body, be it internally or externally. Many stressors have harmful effects on immunity resulting in either a minor reaction called subclinical and usually not normally immediately noticeable, a clinical one, which is only too quickly apparent, which is obvious or acute. So what are the common stress factors? To summarise the three stages as we see it. First, an alarm response usually immediate to the appearance of a stressor where the body's defences activate the hormones adrenaline and non-adrenaline, which stimulate the fight-or-flight reaction. Digestion stops, heart rate increases and appetite goes, which results in our actions not being cost-effective as we try to pour feed into the ailing pig, which in turn will be burning a big hole in our pockets as it will be to no avail. Then the body tries to get itself together by slowing down so to help in controlling the cause of the stress. The two debilitating hormones, which are partially replaced by useful corticosteroids, which take the pressure off growth restriction by adjusting digestion and slowing the functions of the sex organs, especially at ovulation and implantation. But in doing this, so as to give the body some breathing space, so to speak, they reduce the number of white blood cells which fight disease. So the immune status may be damaged and productivity is worsened. Lastly, should the body not or be too slow to respond to these defense measures, exhaustion sets in, which interferes with the sugar in the blood, which as we know is the fuel. And then the body reserves can become depleted enough to result in death. Common stressors throughout a pig's life. Firstly, the piglet weaner. Recovery from the unavoidable stress of being born, especially the last one to enter the world, thus needing special attention. Cleanliness, pathogens. Competition from siblings. Being cold, thirsty. Inappropriate creep feed, a common error and the post-weaning check. Secondly, the common stresses for weaners and fatteners. 
Temperature variation is why regular supervision of all equipment affecting the pig's surrounding temperature is essential. It can have devastating effects for those of us who bring on our piglets indoors. Lack of space, pathogens, lack of sleep, lack of food and water, being bullied by the bigger ones, and I must be kept on this. Growing pigs especially get a little quarrelsome and anxious if regular attention is missing. Bad ventilation, air replacement is important. Failure in keeping them interested and occupied, and finally, bad conditions during transport, handling and layerage. Thirdly, the common stresses for the sow and farrowing. To be observed are ease and length of farrowing, water adequacy and temperature, especially in hot conditions, lack of comfort, parasites, and method of weaning. And finally, the common stresses in getting your girls in pig, the following should be observed by you is, when she comes into ovulation, when to service, implantation, confinement and comfort, competition, which basically means bullying in groups, design of feeding pens, gut fill and fiber, temperature, legs and floors, parasites, insufficient or bad quality water. Remember our post on biofilm, a topic we covered at some three months ago on our group. How to keep a handle on all we have just discussed. Looking at your pigs every day, twice a day is essential and is a discipline that we all should try and adopt. Look at the pigs, look at them carefully without distraction to pick up abnormal stress-induced behaviour and changes from last time. Why do we do this? Pigs talk to you all the time, so listen to them. They will tell you when things are not right. What seems all right at the morning feed may not be so in the evening feed. Check on all devices, hoppers and feed troughs, water points, lighting, heat lamps, all need watching to ensure the pigs are as comfortable as you can make them. Constipation, Feet and flooring is also to be observed. How are you with your pigs? For example, sows are vulnerable to unsympathetic handling, especially when you wish to artificially inseminate. For example, if you're in a rush because there is so much to do, this will not bode well with your sow, as she will and can pick up on your mood. The same can be said for the boars. If it is one thing that handling your pigs will teach you is that of patience. So be calm and methodical, sing and talk calmly and have the radio on. It will be appreciated and the rewards will be tenfold. After all, a happy pig is a healthy and stress-free pig, making the experience of pig keeping an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Kim, for a very informative piece on stressing pigs there. Right, this is our last podcast for 2019 and we'll return again in January where I'll be talking to Ben Jones from the University of Surrey, who's going to tell us about the study he's conducting on worms in pigs. Finally, it only leaves me to say a big thank you to all our members for the support that you show us and your fellow members. I would like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and prosperous New Year. Until next time, happy pig keeping.